I want to just lift up that passage read to you in Acts chapter 2 for just a few moments. You, you've, you've read it several times. Acts 2 beginning at verse 1, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came from a, a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared unto them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. I want to talk. Uh, this is the fourth iteration of this sermon, recognizing the shift. Recognizing the shift. Most of you who are drivers of modern-day cars have no idea uh, what a clutch is. Because you get in your car, you start your vehicle, you put it in drive, and you go. You have no idea of depressing a clutch, releasing it slowly while giving gas in order to change gears, in order to make movement happen. You are completely dependent upon the automatic actions done by the vehicle. Brother Ricky and I, and some of you others may as well ride motorcycles, and I think Dr. Jim might have one now too, just a few of us riding here. We realize that our movement is dependent upon what we do and how the bike responds to what we do. Because you're not going anywhere if you don't change the gears. And if you don't change them quickly enough, you may end up grinding gears because you don't know what you're doing. And I, I want to suggest to you that because you have lived such an automatic life, you fail sometimes to recognize the shifting around you. Because see, since you haven't been a part of it, since someone else has done it for you, you don't even realize it's being done. Let me, can I, I know there's some computer geeks in here, so let me do it in computer language. You don't realize that when you press the little button that says go, that there are thousands of other functions underneath that button that actually make happen what you just pressed to say go. You, you don't have to know Cobalt and Fortran now. You, you don't have to hit Edlin and all that kind of edit and put it in it. No, now you just hit an icon. That was a part of Apple or Mac's discovery, but you've got to realize that there's something that happens underneath the hood of a situation that you need to recognize so that you realize that something is changing. 
Because you don't recognize that sometimes you'll take it for granted in your own life. You don't even realize that God has been trying to shift your life because you have not recognized the shift in your life because you think you're sitting when God's sitting in the midst of setting you up. And sometimes when you're sitting, you think that it's nothing happening, while instead God is setting you up. Sometimes when you're silent, you think nothing's happening, while God is trying to speak to your spirit before you say something stupid from your mouth. So sometimes God will silence you so that he can take control over your tongue. And what you need to realize that sitting and silence does not necessarily mean that nothing's going on. Because sometimes you begin to think that if I don't see it on the surface, there's nothing happening underneath. Sitting in silence and surface watching is not going to help me because all of the good stuff happens below grave. And what you see on the outside is the external manifestation of what took place undercover. Look at somebody right now. Just tell them, neighbor, you don't know me yet, but God's working undercover. God's doing some things that are out of the sight of people. There are times when God wants to work in your life that is not within the sight of others. They can't see it because they don't know what's going on under the cover. Let me... Let me, let me give you another example. Some of you uh, ladies, I know you'll get this quicker than the men. You know you've been working on your diet and your physique, and you've been losing weight. Weeks go by. You keep getting on the scale, 10 pounds gone, 20 pounds gone. You done drop dress sizes, and nobody ain't said nothing. You done lost so much weight, you had to change the size of your shoe. Ain't nobody said nothing. Three or four months later, somebody woke up and said, Ooh, child, you doing something different. You done lost weight. Now you mad. I've been doing that for three months. Just not reckon. The problem is that you expect people to see what's going on under the hood. But you ought to praise God that folk don't have to watch the sausage being made. Y'all ain't got this one yet? See, see, if you had to watch chicken being slaughtered, you wouldn't necessarily eat fried chicken. Oh, yeah, y'all ain't, ain't want to be real. See, see you, 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 people want to see the finished product, but they don't want to understand what it takes to get to the finished product. Don't just enjoy the last step on the journey. You need to understand it's a journey. I need to get to the place where I recognize the shift. Because see, let me help you right here. The only reason you made it three months on that diet to get that compliment that was 90 days in coming 
The only reason you made it that long was your dress size kept going down. You could walk a little bit farther. Your clothes felt a little bit better. And you were feeling a little more, yeah. So for 90 days, you wasn't doing it for the joker that spoke up then. You were in the process of doing it for you. I'm preaching it here today. So that if you can recognize the shift in you, then you keep working even if nobody else knows what God is doing in you. Even if you don't know what God's doing in me, I'm going to keep on doing what I'm supposed to do because he's setting me up because what God is doing is he's getting ready to elevate me. And just because you can't see it right now, but I'm going to move from the bottom and I'll be up there. It won't take long, but God is lifting me, elevating me, growing me, developing me undercover. I, I feel this thing this morning. I, I, here I need to recognize that some stuff God wants to do with you, God wants to show up and show out. And the reason he has to do that in private, look at somebody said, neighbor, you first must recognize the shift in private. The reason he has to do it in private is because you have no need for the world to know what God is doing in you just yet. You, you, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't need to tell everybody my business right now. I don't need everybody to know all of my stuff. You don't need to be all up in my Kool-Aid. You don't know the flavor and you ain't supplying sugar. Just get out of my business because God is working on something in me in private. And I don't need an audience right now. I need to be moved in private. God is picking me and working on me and taking me from where I was to where I need to be. And if you don't like what God's doing in me, you just might discourage me. You just might talk about me. You just might criticize me. You just might make me depressed. You just might get my head down. So I'll stay by myself with some saints that understand I'm in a private pause so that God can do something inside of me. Excuse me, saints, but I need a little privacy and audience before God. God, God, God wants to do me something for me in private because God wants to position me in the public. Y'all excuse me, I just need to tell you something. What God allows me to go through in private, he will soon reveal it in the public. 
don't be scared. God's going to let you know just how much he loves you. And the world will know just who you are. Let, let, me, let me do it like this. Let me do it like this. They were in the upper room praying before the Lord, praying, being still, worshiping God. Nobody knew they were up there. Nobody knew what they were doing. Nobody knew what was going on. But let me help somebody right here. It ain't nobody's business but mine. Okay, I know y'all didn't get that. You don't train prophets on the street corner until they're ready to go public. The real work is done in private because I don't want a prophet in the public that doesn't have a private relationship with the master. I'm trying to help you right here. God's getting ready to do something in the house. Listen, listen, what's happening now for some of you is I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. You wish you could tell folk how good it really is. You wish you could let folk know. You just don't know the anointing that's over my life right now. Let me help you right here. If it was for them to know, they would know. And when it's time, God will show it. If you try to get all fancy and get out and show yourself, you'll just be showing off and you're going to mess up. You won't be the first person that set themselves to the back of the line because you tried to get ahead of yourself. You better maintain your private prayer life and let the Lord elevate you. Okay, okay, okay. I got, I got to hurry. I got to hurry. I got to hurry. Uh, Brother Solomon, y'all forgive me because I got to go somewhere. Listen, listen. Here, here. Private will be revealed eventually in public. But understand this. What I'm dealing with in private is putting me under personal pressure because God is testing me and proving me for what I need to go. You, you didn't get that. I went over some of your head. Let me, let me try to bless you right there. Look at the person right next to you. Neighbor, God can't use anybody he can't test. Uh, you know, I'm glad about this. Some of y'all are, are uh, my, my dear brother Murphy up there is definitely a submariner. Uh, he, 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 he was in those deep ships. My mentor, Brother Washington, was uh, one of those, and they go down in the ocean. They go deep. They go deep. Now, you got to understand this. Before EB lets a boat leave, they have to test it at great depths because there are too many lives on the line. They put it at great depths. They try it out. They make sure that it's fit for the use. And what sometimes, some of you are being put to great depths so that he can try you before he fills you.
Glory, I felt something up in here. You need to understand something. And, and you got to understand this. I know you hit those times where there's storms out and you still feel good. You, you, there's storm going on. You, still, you be wondering, Lord, why do I feel good in the middle of the storm? I know I ain't where I'm going to be yet, but I still, I know it's storming up, but I still feel good. I, I thought I would tell you that. They'll, they'll tell you this. There's a place in the ocean called the cushion of the sea where you can get so deep that you're below everything that it doesn't matter if there's a tornado above. Doesn't matter if there's a hurricane above, but you're so deep that the hurricane can't even touch you. God said, I'll take you deeper. Okay. He says, I gotta, I gotta take you private. I gotta put you under pressure. Cause I gotta prove you. I gotta test you. I, I know, I know it's rough right now. I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy. But, but I'm gonna tell you this much. I'm gonna tell you this much. Before I let anybody see you, before I let anybody know who you are, I'm gonna give you power. I'm going to my cotton picking seat. Y'all ain't ready to praise him yet. Touch the person next to say, neighbor, what you're getting ready to deal with, power up. Those of you who, who drive a clutch in any kind of vehicle, you'll know what I mean here. You can't just change gears and not give gas at the same time. So some of y'all are trying to change gears, but you don't want to give gas. I'm going to tell you now, it's time for you to power up. It's time for you to recognize that the Holy Ghost wants to indwell within you so that the power of God will be pervasive in your life, that God can take over and show up and show out. There is an anointing that God wants uh, to bless the house with. Uh, there's a move uh, that God is ready to manifest himself. Uh, there is uh, a place uh, that God's getting ready uh, to take you into. Uh, look at somebody, uh, tell them, neighbor, I feel uh, power over your life. I feel power take it over. Power delivering power. Power demonstrating power. Power elevating power. Power Go ahead and praise him. Go ahead and 